Welcome to the Happy Being Well podcast, where we talk about strategies and insights so you can live happy being well with your host, Rita Ferrugia. This podcast is presented by happybeingwell.com, your online store providing the best in all natural wellness products, such as natural essential oils, all natural bath products, all natural facial masks, all natural deodorants, irresistible leggings, crystals, including crystal home decor and kitchen items, herbal teas, natural sleep aids, and so much more natural wellness goodies at happybeingwell.com. Free shipping on any order within the USA at happybeingwell.com. Now enjoy the show. Hi, guys. Welcome to another episode of Happy Being Well. And we have another exciting guest as usual. Um, I'm really excited for this conversation today. We don't talk enough about fitness on the Happy Being Well podcast. Um, and fitness, is, as we know, is really, really vital to our well-being. And I know for me, I... I definitely incorporate fitness throughout my week. Um, it is something that I do push myself to do, just any type of body movement, just so I can have more energy, release stress, increase my levels of thinking. Because after a workout, I feel much more clear. I sometimes get inspired by new ideas. It's just, it's just, and also it's really, it can reverse the signs of aging as well. You're your brain starts to work much more optimally when you work out regularly, any type of movement. Um, so we have Katie Bramlett with us. She is the co-founder of WeShape. And we, her and I had a really exciting conversation before, uh, you know, recording this podcast today about, you know, how her company is different than versus other, you know, fitness programs or fitness, online fitness programs. She'll discuss what exactly hers is, but hers is, I, I really love her concept. It really is the primary motivation and goals for those who just want to move, who just want to work out, not necessarily to do a certain movement to achieve, you know, abs or lift your butt, which I find exciting because that's just, that's, you know, I, that's what I do. I just move my body just to move my body just to get the benefits of it. All right. So Katie, um, so I really love what you're doing. I, I think that something, this is something that a lot of people can benefit from, um, especially today when we have so much distractions and noise and so much, you know, society is moving faster to tech technology is really making us move faster. Um, you know, now with the verge of AI, you know, so we're, we're, we're going to be, so it's really easy to make the excuse of, I don't have time to work out. Right. So how does mm -hmm. your solution help with that problem? Yeah. So I think it's important if it's okay to give just a little bit of context and history about sort of the birth of We Shape and, and where we where we have come from, if that's okay. Um, yeah. My co-founder and I, we used to run a fitness company. We had various digital fitness products that were rooted in getting a toned body or getting a six pack. And uh, we were really successful with those companies. And from the outside looking in, you know, I had checked a lot of boxes in my life that I thought I wanted to check. And I 
I was still left pretty deeply unfulfilled. And I had to go through a journey and a transition of understanding why. Why had I achieved success? Had I, you know, I, I was at the time really feeling like I was helping people because I was getting them to work out. But I realized that it was my intention behind the product. Um, people were buying our products because they wanted to change how they looked. And when I started evaluating what is toxic weight loss culture? What does that mean? What what are the what are the systems that I'm a part of that I didn't even know that I was a part of? And so I, I took an opportunity to really sit in that for a while. And my co-founder and I decided that we weren't going to run that company anymore. And we were going to uh, personally invest in building a product that was rooted in self-care, that was rooted in self-acceptance, that was rooted in movement rather than like a crazy workout to burn a bunch of calories and track all this stuff. It was like, how do we teach people to connect with their body through movement in a really customizable way? So we actually spent two years working with engineers to build the product before we released it because the product is extremely customizable. Um, it's an at-home product. Uh, people can interact with the, comment, uh, the with the product in real time so that they can adjust the movements based on what their exact needs are. But once we launched the product, I realized it was going to be so much more than a workout because anytime we go down a path of taking a different intention to connect with our body, it's so much more than just pushing play and doing the workout, right? It was about us evaluating how do we teach people to offer themselves radical acceptance kindness, grace, support through their journey with working out, right? So when people come to us, I often have this joke that they signed up for a workout and they're getting quite a bit more than that. <laughs> we um, were really predicated on four pillars that we shape. So the first pillar is intention. So intention, meaning if you come to our uh, program to lose weight, we ask you to go a little deeper. Like, why do you want to lose that weight? Or um, is it because the magazine told you you had to? Is it because you grew up with a belief system that there was only one body type and in order for you to feel value, you had to achieve that body type? Is it so that you get validation from somebody? What is that reason? And um, we ask people to go like deeper with their um, intention and really take the time to evaluate why they're here. And if there's an opportunity to shift that intention to something a little bit more meaningful, we ask people to go there. <laughs> And then the second pillar of we shape is movement. So we're not asking people to track their progress and do all this crazy stuff and get a badge and burn 5,000 calories. It's, it's not about that. It's about learning how to listen to the cues of your body and adjust the workout so that you are getting your physical needs met. Um, and it's all just rooted in connection with body and learning how to move better in your body. Because when you move better, you feel better. Um, and proper movement and proper uh, biomechanics will serve us for the long haul, right? Like that's something that will be very sustainable for a very long period of time. Uh, and then the third thing is community. I knew when I launched this product that I was asking people to unsubscribe from toxic weight loss culture. And I knew that that was going to be very challenging, right? So if you're a part of We Shape and then you go hang out with your friend and then your friend's like, oh, I can't eat that today because I'm watching my calories or I joined this product or this program because I want to lose 10 pounds, you're not going to be on the same page. And so like, how do we offer ourselves um, a supportive community through that process and navigate the tricky waters of the toxic weight loss culture outside of our program? 
And then the fourth thing we really like to evaluate at WeShape is beliefs. So we have a podcast that um, we do an episode or two a week where we bring in experts who really help us better understand what toxic weight loss culture is, how we can um, take care of ourselves from a different place that has better physical and emotional longevity to our actions. So we believe at WeShape that if you can evaluate your belief systems you that's where all your behaviors and actions come from, right? So we need to talk about beliefs that we shape, especially if we're asking people to show up out of an out of an intention of self-care and self-acceptance rather than self-judgment or criticism or from the messages that we get from toxic weight loss culture. So again, I always joke when people come to we shape, they think they're getting a workout. And it's, 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 it's a lot more than that because when you really, when you really go down this path of connection, connecting with your body in a meaningful way, you discover that it is a lot more than that. Mm, Wow. You basically covered everything that I had to ask on the podcast. So beautifully done (laughs) about (laughs) about the topic. Um, Yeah. I mean, Look, we all could use more time, like more, like more time to work out. You know, I feel like working out is always so, so easy to put in the back burner, you know, um, especially with our busy careers, families, um, then, you know, friends, you know, saying, hey, come on out or go out for dinner or maybe there's a work dinner or whatever. There's always something. and. And it's in it's just so easy to just like for the whole week not incorporate any physical movement. Um, or perhaps mm. a whole month, you know, not incorporating physical movement. Um, but it's really but it's like but whenever we do, we feel so good. And we always say to ourselves, yeah. why don't hey, why don't I do this more often? I know I've been there a million times, you know, I'd go to the gym and I feel like amazing. I'm like, why don't I do, you know, it's just half the battle is like because we are constantly thinking about doing something else. There's always something to do in our to-do list. And it's a higher priority than simply, you know, just walking on the treadmill or um, taking a hike or whatever it is. So it's it's really just, it really is like a mindset. It's how you think of it, how you prioritize it how much meaning you attach to it, what is it going to allow you to do if you do incorporate working at least once or three times a week at minimum? What is that going to mean for your life? Um, I know, and, you know, and actually in, in retrospect, it actually can increase your productivity because you are going to release the stress and you're going to have more energy to avoid the burnout and fatigue that comes with you know, having a, v- a very busy and demanding career, um, along with, you know, uh, our personal lives, because we all have to manage our personal lives, not just our career lives. So it's just really a, a mindset at the end of the day and just, you know, doing self-talk, journaling, reflecting how I think most people um, are not paying attention to how they are you know, using their time and using their energy. Um, you know, people can easily divert their time and energy towards things that are not giving them an ROI in life. Um, like, 
you know, something happened, you want to vent, you call a friend, uh, or you've got, you know, you've got friends that gossip and they're talking, all this chit chat, chatter, 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 right? Because the mind chatter, chatter, chatters, and it's so easy to just spend your time doing things um, that entertain mind chatter. Um, so, um, yeah, you taking, you have to take an audit of how you're spending your time. I think that's a big one. And then you'll start to devote more of your time to wellness activities, you know, cutting out. Yeah, I mean, it takes it, it takes a, it takes a, it's a journey. And I think that it takes time and it takes um, a certain level of pausing to say, are the behaviors, are the actions that I'm taking in my life, are the belief systems that I'm holding about who I am and how I'm showing up in the world, are those serving me? And some of them probably are, and some of them probably aren't. And I think it's that pause where we evaluate, okay, um, I know that when I move my body, I feel better. What is it that is not allowing me to care for myself in that way? And just sit with that question because... I think what happens is people get on this cycle of like guilt and shame and they're like, oh, I didn't work out and oh man, I, I, you know, and then it's like this cycle and it's like, well, that cycle of like beating yourself up for not doing that is actually probably not making you do that, right? So I think it's about pausing and saying, okay, I, I know I have this information that when I move my body, I feel better. And I also know that when I move my body with the intention of self-care rather than changing something about my body that will receive external validation, I have a better opportunity to deeper connect with that authentic self. I have a better um, opportunity to sustain my, my workout program for longer when I'm coming with those intentions. And then just sitting with, what is it in my life that's not allowing me to do that? And then sometimes when we sit with that, I, I I believe the answers come. And then once we just simply, that's why our first pillar is intention, because I truly believe that when we can ask what our intention is and sit with that intention, our life starts to kind of like unfold from the subconscious area, right? Like I'll give you an example. Um, I used to watch TV every night before I went to bed. And that served me for a really long time. And then I started a startup company and then I have two small children and, and I started noticing that there were a number of things that I needed to do in order to care for my body, in order to have sustainability with the life that I was setting up for myself. And over time, I just started, what is your intention with watching TV every night before bed? What does it do for you? And is there something else that could be replaced that would better serve your needs? Now, it's not about, I don't want to be confused with like, oh, well, people who watch TV before bed should be judged. Maybe that works for some people. This is what I'm saying is like, it's all about what are your personal intentions and is there things in your life that better serve you? So now, once in a while, I watch a show. I don't like have a strict rule that I'm not allowed to watch TV, but just the simple idea around what is my intention behind this and what do I hope to get shifted everything for me. And then I didn't really act from shame. I didn't act from guilt. I didn't act from external validation. I acted from self-care. And I think when we act from those places, the quote unquote needing to be motivated isn't really a thing anymore, if that makes sense. It's like mm -hmm. intrinsically, I want to do this because I've evaluated and set a new intention. And that new intention is driving an intrinsic, coming from an intrinsic force that's allowing me to have a different behavior. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It takes yeah. time. It takes reflection. It takes meditation. It takes space. It takes questioning. It takes um, evaluating belief systems. It takes evaluating how we spend our time. But I think that that's time well spent because we. I think it's important for us to check in with ourselves and say, does this group of friends I hang out with serve me? Does this TV watching serve me? Does this... And then slowly but surely from a place of self-care, not a place of self-criticism or judgment, we can start evaluating what really serves us and how do we take care of our unique body and mind in a way that feels meaningful for us, which also will look different for every single person. I'm sure there's people who are deeply fulfilled and caring for themselves in really meaningful ways who watch TV every night. So this is why life is complicated and messy because there's not a one size that fits all for exercise, for meditation, for rest, for recovery, for nutrition. There really is sort of this self journey that I think we all have to go through in order to better understand what that means for us individually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, as absolutely. Um, yeah, so it's everybody has a different blueprint and how to get there. We're all motivated differently. You know, some people are motivated by fear and some people are motivated to go towards their goals, like towards the rewards. Um, you know, we're all just have a different blueprint just based on, um, you know, how our, based on personalities, based on our the way our minds, how we get activated. Um, so, and that's a big part of, you know, figuring out what's going to work for you in terms of how to motivate yourself um, is through understanding, well, how are you motivated? Are you like, are you motivated by fear? Meaning that what does this mean if I don't work out or move my body regularly? Um, you know, what does that look like? What are the consequences of that? And what if you basically stack that and like think of all the, as time progresses, you're not working out, you're not working out, maybe you're gaining more weight and maybe you're getting fatigued and maybe you're not going to be doing as much things as you like to. Maybe you might be missing out on life or opportunities and such, um, you know, and, and then as you realize the consequences of what not working out means in the long term, perhaps, you know, and it, it can be look really scary as you go there through a visualization process and going through those timelines. Um that may that may motivate you to snap to snap you out of your hypnosis, your trance of living life as you know today without incorporating um that particular wellness activity. Or you may be motivated towards rewards, meaning what does it look like if I do incorporate working out regularly and, you know, it's, you have more energy, you can see yourself having more energy, more vitality, getting more projects done, having more joy with your family and friends. And then that's going to may motivate you and actually get you into action and activate you. So, um, I always say on this podcast, like getting to know yourself and getting to know your values, your beliefs, your limiting beliefs, um, how you're motivated, you know, really getting to the core of who you are is the foundation to really achieving um, your full potential and living the life that's aligned with who you truly are so you can actually 
live happy being well. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's so true. And I think, you know, I often joke because I've been in the fitness industry for over 20 years. And the first 17 years of my career in the fitness industry, I hated exercise. I hated movement. And when I asked myself, why, why, why do you not even, why is this a chore? I realized that my intention behind why I was moving my body was um, I was trying to fit in certain pants. I wanted a certain number on the scale. Um, People told me that was the best thing for me to, if I wanted to live forever, Um, I was doing it for other. I really wasn't truly doing it as an act of self-care and as as an opportunity to connect with my body and listen to my body. I was actually doing all sorts of crazy workouts where I was getting injured and doing all kinds of stuff because I thought that that would give me what I wanted. And it wasn't until I said, wait a minute, evaluate your intention behind why you're working out. Use it as an opportunity to listen to the cues your body's giving you, not for your brain to override the cues so that you can get the best workout, but for your body to lead the way in this that all of a sudden, miraculously, I was like, oh, I actually want to do that. And so, and and then the other part of that was like, you know, I try to work out two to four days a week, just depends on the week. And so at first I was getting in like a really good rhythm and I was like, oh my gosh, I love this. And I can't believe I didn't have this meaningful relationship with movement for all these years that I've been in the fitness industry, but I guess better now late than never. But then I would do the game where I was like, oh, you only did one day that week. And then, oh, there's the criticism, there's the self-judgment, there's the shame. And then I would, it, it would just take me away from that intention. So then I had to pause and say, life is not like a schedule. Um, some weeks are going to work in your favor. Some weeks are not. You can evaluate how you feel in those moments, but do not go down the path of self-judgment and criticism and shame because that's actually taking you away from that intention of I want to better connect with self and I want to better connect with my body and I want to feel the benefits of movement. That is not taking me back down that path. So instead now, you know, usually I work out on Mondays. I didn't work out yesterday. And guess what? Today I'm like, oh, that's okay. You could do it tomorrow. You could do it the next day. And I'm I'm just moving away from that shame and criticism and judgment. And that attitude and that intention just brings me right back to it when my body feels like it's ready to do the next workout. Mm-hmm. So just to encourage your listeners that shame and criticism and judgment do not sustain motivation or intrinsic motivation for the long haul. It, it's really not a methodology that I have found really helps people stay in, engaged in movement with their body. Mm-hmm. Well, it's ne- it's a negative energy. And um, studies have shown, you know, self-compassion and when you forgive yourself you actually become more motivated towards the goal, um, you know, because it's so, it was, you know, we're human beings. We're, nobody's perfect. We're always going to be missing the mark. That is kind of, you know, how we, we're always evolving until we take our last breath. We're always learning something until we take our last breath. We're always just going to be progressing. We're never going to achieve that perfect mold um, it's just all about progress, 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 progress until our last breath. Um, and, you know, and hopefully passing and passing it forward to the next generation that can learn from us. Um, so yeah, it's, 
so it is so important to have that self-compassion and not be in the energy of resistance either, just be in the energy of acceptance, which hmm. having that self-compassion, having that forgiveness allows you to be in the energy of just acceptance, because when you're in the energy of resistance, you're not going to, you're going to be away from your goal, not moving towards your goal. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I love that. The energy of acceptance is really key too, I think. And just honoring your intention. And it's, 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 it's human nature to move away from intentions and to get sucked back into, oh, well, this person I follow on social media, she has a six pack. So I, uh, she seems to have a lot of followers. So if I can look like that, I'll get that validation. It's like, oh, er, come back. What's the intention? Right. And I think, I think from intention stems everything. So that's why it's the first pillar here, because if we get off track, that's okay. That's being a human. And then we'll just come back to what those intentions are that are hopefully more rooted in self-acceptance and kindness and grace and connection with body and movement. Um, so I, I love what you're saying about the resistance versus acceptance and just cultivating that different energy for sure, I think is really critical. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good point to bring up about social media. Um, I think that's really cultivated a culture of everybody's just kind of constantly looking at everybody else who's who's got the more followers or the more likes and uh, comments and such. It's, we live in such a social media influencer culture. It's really, you know, taken people's minds captive and locked into that energy of comparison and um in, in, I guess, competition as well. That's what comparison locks you into. And it actually, you abandon yourself when you do that. So, because you're so focused on the strengths of the other, you're not focused on your own strengths as well. And, to, and also too, with that, you know, I personally don't even really necessarily think, um, you know, when people can galvanize a big follow, I don't really necessarily think it's so much so the ab or the a particular um, component of their physical appearance. I really, when you really look at it, it's really their energy. People, it's the energy they're emitting that people um, kind of want to be around or get curious about in terms of what that influencers, because um, really th these influencers, in a way, they're like making art, you know, through the pose they're doing or um, their statement that they're saying, the particular, in that, in that reel or whatever, right? So um, that people can learn from or laugh from, or maybe it's a combination of both of the learning and laughing which they call was edutainment. Um, yeah. So it's it's really the energy of the person, the person, the person's personality. So um, you know, and, and I think it's okay to do social media audits and ask yourself, um, I'm following these people on the internet. Are these people aligned with my current value system? Because here's the thing: is like you're talking about human beings progressing in their life value system change. The things I value at almost 40 years old, I did not value at 20 years old. And so I think it's okay to do an audit of your social media following or followers. Um, yeah, following who are you following and say, do they, are they aligned with my values? And if they're not, I think it's okay to follow different people, right? And that's okay. Maybe that person's values are aligned with someone else's values. 
But I think it's okay to grow and change and unsubscribe and subscribe to someone else. I think that that's part of the human experience. But I think that it's also part of just like asking yourself, like, is 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 this person that I'm following on social media serving me? Is it making me feel uplifted? Is it aligned with my value systems? Or am I leaving feeling bad about myself? And I think if you're leaving with self-judgment and criticism, it might be time to do a quick audit, you know, of like, wait a minute, what's going on here? Because this is not, you know, again, we could all just keep going back to intention. When I get on social media, what's my intention? Is my intention to laugh? Is my intention to connect? Is my intention to be educated? And decide on that intention. And then when you're scrolling through your feed, evaluating, are these people that I follow serving that intention and aligned with my values? And if they're not, it's okay to unsubscribe. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's a choice. Absolutely. I think I think a lot of it is inspiration. I think people get inspired, um, you know, when they're going through their Instagram feeds of, you know, places to travel or, you know, it's like a discovery process when they're going through their feeds or there's like these cool dances. I mean, we get it. There's a lot of, I would say there's a lot of ed, uh, entertainment going on too on, on Instagram. We see these little kids. I saw this little kid that was probably about, my goodness, like three or five or something and literally dancing like Michael Jackson, like just oh, like, wow. and it was like completely mind blowing. It was like, whoa. Anyways. So, um, yeah, I mean, as humans, there's, you know, we, entertainment is, um, entertainment, right? It's just how much entertainment we're going to consume is just like with anything, um, everything in moderation, um, you know, and, um, yeah. So this has been an interesting conversation. Um, so where can people go to learn more about you, Katie, and to, and what, what is it, what is particularly, is it a program that you have? I know you said it's, it's kind of like an app, but it's yes. not. Okay. Yeah. So we're, we, we're not in the app store yet. That's sort of the next phase, but you can find us online. I'm um, actually have a special link for your guests. It's weshape.com slash happy being well. So if your listeners want to go there, weshape.com slash happy being well, they get a uh, two week free trial of the program. It's we offer people at home, real time customized workouts. They're about 30 minutes in length. You can do them one day a week, three days a week, four days, whatever, whatever uh, cadence and rhythm works for you. We also offer a daily call on Zoom with our community. So we have two different types of calls. We have calls where people can just connect with one another and share their experience on their health journey or talk about their day, just an opportunity for community and connection. And then we have a couple calls a week that are Q&As with our head coach. So if people are having like, oh, I have pain in my shoulder, I have a movement related question. Um, We have Q&A calls as well. We also hope to have experts coming in and talking and hosting calls as well around like toxic weight loss culture and how to better support each other through community. So we we offer calls Monday through Friday. Uh, People can have access to the workouts as many times a week as they want. And then we also have a podcast that we uh, release each week. It's just called the We Shape Podcast. And people can also find us on all social channels. We actually have two social media accounts. We have We Shape, which is all movement related um, um, content. And then we have We Shape Podcast, which is all content around belief systems and toxic weight loss culture and community and kind of paving a new path in wellness. So 
give give us give us a you know give us a glance check us out and we'd love to have your community a part of our community awesome katie i love that i love the two-week free trial for the happy being well audience so you heard it here guys go to weshape.com slash happy being well for that two-week trial and so that you can achieve get going on your fitness goals um especially if you live in like a cold climate you know fitness is really really great to beat the winter blues um to have more energy feel more vital vitalized um you know to get more work done or just to feel better in your social engagements um so and so thank you so much katie for being on the happy being well podcast and to thank everybody you so much and to everybody else remember to live happy being well until next time guys if you learned something new or were inspired to live happy being well please be sure to subscribe to the happy being well podcast so you don't miss an upcoming episode Also, please feel free to leave a five-star review, including what you learned or what inspired you in today's episode. This podcast is presented by happybeingwell.com, your online store for natural wellness products, so you can live happy being well. Order your next all-natural essential oil, all-natural face mask, all-natural bath soap, all-natural deodorant, herbal tea, crystals, including crystal home decor and kitchen items, irresistible leggings, and much more at happybeingwell.com. Free shipping on all orders within the USA.